This is Jack Scaggins. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? Well, Christmas 2022 will soon be a part of history. Gifts will have been opened, lights will be turned off, and Christmas trees and decorations will be boxed for another year. I, for one, am always a bit sad to see this time come and go. It would be easy to measure your life by the number of Christmases you have enjoyed. This uh, last one will make for me 80. Many of these vividly hang in my memory. The best part of the Christmas celebration for me as a believer is not tied to a calendar date, but to the person of Christ. For some, the date December 25 is everything. My curiosity got the best of me some time back and prompted a bit of research concerning this date of December 25. Do I believe December 25 is the actual date of Christ's birth? Probably. And there are at least three reasons for this. First of all, paganism copies and distorts the genuine, which explains that the majority of today's activities surrounding the birth of Christ have little or no relevance to its true meaning. However, when you peel away the pagan trappings, you have the genuine happening. Secondly, I thought about this. God is a God of order. The prophesied events of Scripture occurred exactly as to date and manner as God had stated them. When Christ spoke to his disciples concerning his second coming, he stated, You know not the day nor the hour. As he wept over the unrepentant city of Jerusalem, he said, If you had known even thou at least in this thy day the, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thy eyes. Paul in Galatians 4.4 4 stated, But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law. I believe the sovereign God of the universe orchestrated the fulfillment of each prophecy, including the incarnation, to the very day and hour. It would certainly not amaze me to find out in eternity that December 25 was that special day. The third the most compelling reason has to do with the scriptural timeline. The Hebrew calendar has 354 days instead of 365. The Hebrew month Nisan is the first month of the Hebrew New Year and falls mid-March to mid-April on our calendar. The Old Testament priests served in a pattern or order. The same pattern was followed by their military according to 1 Chronicles chapter 27. The descendants of Aaron, the father of the priestly tribe, were divided into 24 groups or courses described by the casting of lots in 1 Chronicles 24. The family of Abjai, represented by Zechariah, was assigned the eighth course or eighth month in 1 Corinthians 24. The eighth month of the Hebrew calendar was Heshvan, which corresponds to mid-October through mid-November on our calendar. Zechariah completed his work and returned home the last of October or the first of November. Uh, Elizabeth conceived as the angel had promised Zechariah. Elizabeth hid herself five months according to Luke chapter 1 verse 24. Gabriel appeared to Mary in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, probably at the end of March, according to Luke chapter 1. The normal gestation of pregnancy is 270 days or nine months. 
March the 31st to December the 25th completes 270 days on our calendar. If the month December the 25th is not the actual date, it certainly was close at that time. The gestation period of lambs is five months. Most lambs are born in mid to late December. Shepherds usually tend their flocks, their sheep, carefully during the lambing season, both night and day. The timeline of Zechariah's announcement and Mary's announcement make the date of December the 25th credible. Factor in the reality that tradition traces the observance of the date back to as early as 300 A.D., although early on, pagan priests added rituals and changed terms and altered doctrine, they only perverted what was genuine and pure in its inception. The scriptural account of the birth of Christ in Matthew and Luke is exceedingly detailed in events and places and times. Words are carefully chosen and prophecies fulfilled to the letter. Christ was the seed of the woman, the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Judah, of the family of David, he was born of a virgin. He was born in Bethlehem. Although the date of December 25th may have come and gone, it has been both right and fitting that followers of Christ celebrate his birth, not just December the 25th, but every day throughout the year. I can sing Joy to the World in January or July. I can read the Christmas account of his birth and revel in his incarnation in summer or in winter. The point is clear. The virgin birth, the cattle stall, the angelic announcement, the shepherds start the story that has no ending. When Jesus was born, the timing was perfect. The star that appeared over Bethlehem stable was viewed by the wise men who were probably 500 plus miles away and possibly lived in Persia. Caesar Augustus unknowingly set his census to relocate two people from Nazareth to Bethlehem. The term of Mary's pregnancy was set for delivery at the end of the journey. Imagine the possibility of these and other happenings occurring at the same time when each required a prelude of many preparatory events. All revolves around the phrase of Galatians 4.4, in the fullness of time. We are told that he was delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God. Accident? Coincidence? I don't think it's possible. His timing was perfect chronologically and historically. It was perfect in God's providential time down to the day, the hour, and the minute. If Christ's first coming sheds light on the many prophecies of his second coming, we can be absolutely certain that the timing of his second coming has been set and will be on God's perfect divine time once again. Christmas 2022 is past. But the Christ we celebrate, if it's on December 25 or what day we might choose, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want to thank you for listening to me for just a few moments today from my heart to yours. <music>